0: Welcome to Audient Offbeat Podcast.
1: Oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-rubbernecking Louis Fox. <laughs>
0: That's right. I love to look all over the place.
1: <laughs> I can turn my head 359 degrees. <laughs> it's uh, owls, uh, parrots, and Louis Fox. <laughs>
0: <Exactly>. And foxes.
1: <laughs> can look all the way around. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I just say that cause you you know you're all about you know, you flew here, you flew there, you're coming down here. it's uh yeah, you're a, you're a man, you don't even know your kid's name anymore. I don't. you're burying the important part. It's your birthday, happy birthday, man. Turning 40, man. It is my birthday, and uh, it's been a long road to get here.
0: Yeah, we're banging us out in the morning. I'm hopping on a plane a little bit to enjoy some festivities.
1: Now, many people said I wouldn't make it this far, (laughs) and when I say many people, I mean a doctor, a gypsy, a palm reader, (laughs) many (laughs) ex-girlfriends. So, how do you
0: feel? Do you feel different this morning? No, no, I don't. You don't feel achy?
1: no, not at all. Well, I mean, it's weird because I still view myself as a 22 year old, and maturity wise, I'm probably still a teenager. Mm-hmm. And I still dress like a teenager, but you know, my body is slow to recover. <laughs> so all the shoveling horse poop in the morning uh, takes yeah. its toll. Yeah, you know, I got you know my I got the dead I got the dead arm, I got the hurt back, I got the gray in the beard.
0: Well, that's good. I don't want to ruin anything, but I got you some icy hot for your birthday. Nice, cool. <laughs> I will happily
1: accept it, man.
0: <laughs> All icy hot.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, it's uh, it's weird. Well, for you did something pretty fun for your 40th birthday. You went up and did a toe shot, right?
0: Yeah, I did the sour toe cocktail where you drink the drink with the mummy toe in it. Did your wife do that also? No, no, she, she watched.
1: She took a hard pass on that. Yeah, she's, she's like, like, you can do that. She's like, I will travel to this place with you, but I'm not going to do the thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's quite the journey. It was. I mean, because we flew to Fairbanks, drove like 12 hours.
1: <laughs> and then did the toe shot and left?
0: Yeah, no, we hung out for a little bit. Because so that was where we saw a cool graveyard that was like... I was like, I think a mountain lion stalking us. I'm like, okay, here's the deal. The mountain lion comes out. I'm going to try and fight it. And that'll buy you guys 10 seconds of running time.
1: (laughs) How do you think they got the toe in the first place? The mountain lion. (laughs) That's how they keep the fresh toes coming through the bar.
0: They're like, here's what you got to do. You got to see this graveyard. You got to hike up a hill. There's no trail. Just go north. Go north. You'll find it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess you would find fresh toes from the mountain lion uh, killings and the graveyard <laughs> yeah, between you,
0: those two. You're double dipping. Yeah,
1: yeah so that's pretty cool, 40th. Uh, we are going on a, a mystery trip. And I had to, I had to protect you from your mystery
0: trip. I had to check your email for a day last week.
1: Yes. Yeah, because Erica was getting forms sent to me, and uh, and so you had to go into my email and look at the forms and sign them as me.
0: (laughs) They sent the same form like seventeen times.
1: Yeah, dude, we had. I told Erica there was like they they sent a message like a email to me every twenty minutes, so I had. 90 emails from these people the same email and it was like this sucks is a surprise (laughs) this is the this is the worst surprise ever i got 90 i got i'm already i don't even want to deal with this company anymore you're like i think i think my surprise was i just signed a mortgage (laughs) somehow you are the beneficiary of my will and trust (laughs) Now, all right well let's get to the stories louis let's do it (laughs) some weird stuff this story comes from
0: ktiv.com that's a news source more reliable than hiding shotgun shells from your children inside of a shotgun (laughs) that's the last place to look for the
1: ammo (laughs) i think that's the first place they're going to look for the ammo i don't think you grab the ammo first You grab the gun and then you look and see if there's anything in it. I'd be like, I know where the gun is. I got to find the ammo. (laughs) Well, this father possibly hides his ammo in a very unique way, (laughs) Louie. And the story goes, body scan reveals shotgun shell inside Alabama prisoner. That's the most Alabama
0: thing ever. Like if it was more Alabama, the body scan would have revealed a Waffle House inside him (laughs) or a Cracker Barrel. (laughs)
1: Or just racism. (laughs) This body scan shows racism. (laughs) Very clear racism. He's smuggling racism inside of his (laughs) jail. What's what's that in your stomach? A a condom filled with oppression. A man being booked into an Alabama jail wound up at a hospital rather than behind bars after a scan revealed a shotgun shell in his abdomen. They're like, what were you doing? He's like, I was just shotgunning some beers and then we ran out of beers. (laughs) (laughs) He's taking eat lead to a whole new level. (laughs) Prisoners entering the Morgan County jail routinely undergo a body scan when being admitted. And a recent image showed what appeared to be a shell from a 410 gauge shotgun had been swapped. Inside a person, spokesperson Mike Swafford said Thursday, "What blows my mind is like, I wonder how much like they're like, hey, good news, I don't have to reach up in your butt and pull out the the drugs. Bad news, you have cancer. Yeah, I mean, maybe this reminds me of that story that we did at episode sixty of the girl who drank so much bubble tea that she got stopped up, and there was like all these bubbles in her yeah. abdomen." <laughs> And uh, then we had this, the x-ray of that on our site. And we'll post the x-ray of this picture. There's a big old picture of a shotgun inside the guy. And uh, at first I would probably be like, is there still a bullet? Did you get shot at some point? I mean, that well, would be the my shell.
0: Place. Cause shotguns pellets are pellets or a oh, slug. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's clearly the shell.
1: I would be so hard to swallow. It's like, I understand swallowing a condom, you know, for fun and stuff. Cause it's fun. <laughs> and you know, it makes <laughs> and, a little bit more sense. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, because it's, it's malleable. It bends, whereas a shotgun shell does not. Well, it's and like it's ar- already lubed, right? It should go yeah. right down the hatch. <laughs> <laughs> it's made for that. <laughs> he was never booked in, Swafford says. When our medical staff saw that, they said he has to go to the hospital. Which is what I love is like, that's your get out of jail free card is what I would do.
0: Instead of people you know, like swallowing the drugs, I would just keep a shotgun shell in my pocket. And if I'm like, oh, it's going down, just swallow that bad boy. And that's,
1: yeah, I mean, w- I mean, that is the moral of the story before you go to jail. Just swallow something weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, got he a has frog inside him. <laughs> yeah. he's got keys to the cell he's going to inside <laughs> of him. You can't send him there. <laughs> Look at all those razor blades. <laughs> the man who had been arrested by another law enforcement agency in the county was later released on his own recognizance, Swafford said, and it was not clear what happened to the shell. Authorities did not release the person's name or the reason for the arrest. This is just
0: sloppy police work. Like you got to, you got to see this through. You got to see what happened to it. This is totally
1: get out of jail free card. Yeah. hundred like, percent. Right. It's uh, they just, they, I think they're just grossed out by it. They're like, We can't have this guy, it's this gonna be a mess when that comes out. <laughs> you ever have like nasty diarrhea? Like, you ever had a shotgun in there? Shotgun <laughs> shell? You, you ever had a bunch of two millimeter bird shot come <laughs> like out of Literally vehicle? explosive diarrhea.
0: <laughs> the sh- the sheriff, when he said he was gonna destroy that toilet. <laughs>
1: The sheriff's department posted an image of the scan on his social media account to let people know about the screening process at the jail, Swafford said. While baggies or other containers holding drugs are sometimes uncovered inside prisoners, he said, finding ammunition was unusual. We don't see a shotgun shell very often, he said. We speculate it had drugs in it, but we don't really know. See, that's the messed up thing is like,
0: you got you you got to see this through. You got to solve the mystery. You can't leave your Facebook fans hanging when you post it on your social media.
1: Yeah. Well, and he says they don't see shotgun shells very often, which makes me think that they've seen them before. <laughs> so, so they should have some sort of precedent on what to do as opposed to just let this guy go. I mean, he murdered nine people, but he did have a shotgun shell in his belly. So we're going to let him walk free. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> so what do you
0: think, Louis? I mean- this guy's ingenious. Not only did he almost smuggle drugs or guns or whatever into the jail, he got out of jail.
1: Yes, absolutely. That's amazing. This guy's a genius. And that's probably why they're not leaving his name. Cause the people are going to be like, how did you do it? They're going to track him down and you know, yeah. try and get their cousin out of jail. <laughs> they're like, Oh, you, he was in jail. You know, he was sentenced for life in prison, but he does have a small 22 bullet in his stomach. Somehow <laughs> we're going to let him out. Yep. It's, All right. uh, This is kind of wild, but uh, it's cool. We'll post a photo on our website if you guys want to check it out. You'll enjoy it. Good news, parts two. This story comes from news5cleveland.com.
0: That's a news source more reliable than using a robot as a therapist.
1: You don't think that uh, they could get that down eventually?
0: So much empathy coming off of that
1: robot. <laughs> yeah, you know, they read your facial expressions, your heart rate. You know, they probably would be a little bit more uh, better than an actual
0: therapist. <laughs> Definitely cheaper.
1: All right. The story goes, food delivery robots, huge hit on Ohio College campus.
0: Wally warned us of this, and now it's happening. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> at first glance, they honestly just look adorable. Little robots making their way, every which way, across the campus of Bowling Green State University. They're really nice and innovative, said student Paige Harold. Never would have thought that this would be a thing we'd be able to see here.
0: I would, That's the number one place I would expect to see robots is a university campus. <laughs> it's like going like, hey, I'm at the, the Ford factory. Never thought to see automation here. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I've seen them at universities before. I've seen them at the Oregon State University here. Uh, we saw one in New York, and it was weird. It was at the New York airport, and the robot was going by, and it had, like, food on it, I think. And then there was a woman walking behind it. And I said to her, I'm like, why are you walking behind it? She's like, oh, someone needs to go with the robot. And I'm like, well, why don't they just have you bring the food then? <laughs>
0: Someone has too much money.
1: It's just like that seems silly. You, you're you already have to go there. You're sending two entities.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and then they are start fighting. <laughs> It's it's, it's going to be the coolest buddy flick uh, right? in a few years. It's going to be Tom Hanks and, and Wally. <laughs> They're going to
1: be well, the employee of the month. The wall is just going to be all robot pictures, right?
0: <laughs> and then one time, Sarah, the lady who t- t- fought trails, the robot's going to make it.
1: <laughs> Bowling Green State University is the first university in Ohio to offer this robot food delivery service to students and staff back in March 2020. In the works for years, they launched right before the pandemic hit and folks started hunkering down
0: that's the thing though like are they wiping these robots down or like how much how much covid is incubating in these robots Oh, that's
1: yes, true i guess yeah because you got to touch the thing to get it open maybe i don't yeah, know yeah and then
0: i would open it everyone who opens is going to look inside and they're going to breathe all over that bad boy yeah
1: right i think it's just one of those cool things that bgsu was at the right place at the right time said john zachrick with bowling green state university dining yeah because here's the thing
0: like They would have never, had it not been for the pandemic, this totally wouldn't have caught on,
1: right? Possibly. I don't know. What college kids like, oh, wait, you're going to bring me food? Yeah, I in. Right? it's a partnership between the university's dining service, chart wells and starship technologies. The little robots go about four miles an hour and can operate through rain and snow, carrying pizzas, groceries, drinks, you name it. How long, a,
0: how long before there's one dude in the cafeteria who's like a weed dealer and he's like, you have your code order and then he puts oh, a yeah. joint
1: in there. Oh, yeah. Right. Like you order your pizza. I'll drop a, an ounce of weed in there. And uh, we're good to go.
0: Yeah, the secret code is like, I want
1: double anchovies plus
0: four. And you're like, right? boom. And then, and then the, the, the robot gets busted and goes, goes to robot jail. I'm a patsy! <laughs> I'm
1: just a... More than a dozen sensors and GPS help guide their pass. Also, with the mapping process, they're told where's a safe place to go and where's not a safe place to go. So they, they can only cross at certain crosswalks, Zachrick explained.
0: I like how they're like, this is a bad area town. We don't deliver here. <laughs> I know it's five minutes faster to cross that
1: alley. No yeah That's- right <laughs> like, like no dark alleys <laughs> sometimes it's funny to laugh at them because they get stuck or just sit there and stare at each other Herod said hey robots will be robots right an app on the phone lets you pay an order from a variety of restaurants panda express starbucks campus dining and more and delivers right to your dorm room or apartment Soon- i wonder
0: sto- i wonder if they're ada like like can they go upstairs do they need a ramp like, can they push the code on your door? Do I got to go downstairs and like let it in?
1: I would imagine if you're ordering it through some app, it, it notifies you when it's arrived, and then you can like,
0: Can I like leave the door open? It just brings it to like my right. couch. <laughs>
1: it, it hangs out with your Roomba for a while. <laughs>
0: Wait a minute! I ordered a chicken chow mein from the Panda Express. Next thing I know, the robot's humping my Roomba. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Little Roomba babies going all around. <laughs> Students told us the ninety nine delivery fee is worth the convenience. How? Yeah. It's like not even your your money. It's your parents' money. <laughs>
0: yeah. Or it's my money because you're on federal financial aid.
1: <laughs> I roll over my bed. I order my food. I roll back over and then just leave my door room to get food. Student Ayana Banks said laughing. There are hundreds of people who work to fill the orders all day long alongside students gaining valuable robotics experience. And, of course, one of the most asked questions with thousands of college students and dozens of little robots, how much do they get tampered with or worse, stolen? That's actually what I wrote down. I was like, couldn't you just rob those things for the food? Well, I think it would be easy too, like because
0: I would just get like a big Faraday bag and it goes inside it. You cover, tie it shut and it can't do anything.
1: Yeah, right. Basically, they have a robot lojack on them, so if anyone tries to mess with them too much, they make this really loud screaming noise, like a siren, and call for help. Zachrick said,
0: "I love that if you mess with them too much, they're allowed to get jostled a little bit. <laughs> like we will take so much because we're taking human
1: jobs, right?" The university is now up to sixty-five delivery robots zigzagging their way around campus, making an average of one thousand deliveries a day. We're told when everyone is back on campus next semester, they plan to beef up the force to over 100 robots.
0: Wow, that is insane that the demand is that high and the college kids are that lazy.
1: I I so many questions like do you tip the robot?
0: And if you don't tip, does it leak oil into your next order? <laughs> right?
1: Are uh, you your food shows up cold?
0: <laughs> it hangs out outside for like five minutes on its phone before <laughs> it rings the doorbell. It I think this is the,
1: the the future is here, man. It's uh, the robots already control our food. <laughs>
0: The next thing you know, you're like, "Uh, I ordered nachos, not old
1: computer chips with salsa. (laughs) This is what's going to show up next. This is what you're going to look like if you don't tip me next time. (laughs) What do you think about this, Louis?
0: I think it's, I mean, I think it's fun, especially for like a university area where you have a lot of people in a small space. I do not like, though, it's taking like a delivery job. Yeah, right? I get that it's providing robot experience for the college kids but what about the community college kids that need the gig
1: yeah right I don't know I don't like this whole robotics idea taking I mean do we need these really I mean can not we just have people do that it's like the checkouts at at the store it's like why am I checking this out myself you know why don't we do why do we need this we don't need this
0: exactly and the the self checkout never works I always get something wrong
1: yeah, right? And I always steal at least one thing and I've been caught multiple times.
0: And you're like, Oh, I didn't see it
1: And you're like, sorry, it's not my I didn't know it was my job. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was my compensation for doing your job.
0: <laughs> I didn't if you trained me properly, it wouldn't I be know. an issue.
1: <laughs> I like to talk to HR because I feel like this uh you're a little too assertive or too aggressive with your I,
0: I would like to talk to my union rep. <laughs> Pick it up with the union.
1: All right. I like it.
0: Yep. It's the The
1: Odd and Offbeat Podcast. That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening to this special birthday episode. (laughs) Yay! 40th anniversary. (laughs) Uh, so where can the fine people see you this week, Louie? You can catch me
0: uh, at Matt's house, hanging out later today. You can also catch me from the 10th to the 12th in Billings. I'll be presenting at the Rocky Mountain Association of Fairs. And then uh, uh, from on the 15th, I'll be in Laughlin uh, hanging out for a minute before I go to another fair conference. So if you're in Laughlin, Nevada, Las Vegas, or Billings, Montana, hit me up. We can kick it nice nice the the
1: cultural mecca which is laughlin nevada i think i think i've got quite the triangle going (laughs) (laughs) up this week uh where can they catch you You can catch me here at my house. We're having a little 40th get together. It's just a small thing with Louie, my family, and a couple other randos who straggle in. If you're in the area and Eugene, you want to come by, come on by. Um, Also, we'll be uh, checking out. We're going to some concerts on the 10th and 11th. We're seeing the Heartless Bastards and Postmodern Jukebox. And then we're going on the mystery vacation. And uh, I will be on vacation for two weeks. Ooh. Yeah. Erica and I and her mom is coming for part of it. So that's pretty exciting, too. Nice. Yeah, man. And it's it's nice to you know get out of here and yeah. uh, see different parts of the world. It's been too long. it's It's been a year and a half since I've left the country. Nice, nice. Did you get your uh, global entry? No, my uh, my global entry has been forever revoked by, by the u s <laughs> government. and I cannot travel easily between between lands <laughs> with no questions asked. There are many <laughs> questions will be asked when I come into the United States.
0: There are many questions they should have been asking.
1: <laughs> uh, I do. I got my TSA pre check uh, reinstated, so that's nice, and I got my clear, so that helps out. But the global entry is the big deal breaker, and ah. I will not ever have that again. Is oh so that's sad that's the way you just, it goes you that's just way gotta become canadian and then get the canadian global entry yeah right i'm sure that might create also bigger problems <laughs> unintended consequences down the line <laughs> so folks if you want to lend us a uh some support you can do so by uh, being friending us on patreon and becoming a patreon contributor yes for as little as a
0: few bucks a week a month You can get all sorts of cool stuff. You can get postcards from the road. You can get beatnik poems. You can get mystery prizes. You can get shout outs on the podcast. Absolutely. You you can get invited to Matt's birthday next year. Yes.
1: (laughs) Uh, Also, if you uh, don't have any shekels, that's totally fine. You can support us another way. And that's just by giving us a good review. Wherever you got this podcast at, it does help us out quite a bit to jump up the ranks in the uh, podcast world. Yep. It's all about the review, baby. Yeah, absolutely. So we want to thank you so much for listening, folks. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Because normal is boring.